Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He was dead, crucified, laid in the tomb. But now he has been raised from the dead, never to die again. He who took our sins upon himself, so that by his death we might live, has risen. Yes, he who has died lives now forevermore. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Today is the day of days, the feasts of feasts in the church. So let us celebrate the festival in sincerity and truth. These are the words which St. Paul uses when addressing the church in Corinth, probably around the time of the Passover. It must have been on his mind when he said, Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump, as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. The boasting that St. Paul is referring to is the congregation of Corinth boasting of tolerating one living in terrible, perverse sexual sin, a man having an incestuous relationship with his mother-in-law. The congregation assembled without disciplining this man and accepted him and celebrated him. Not even the pagans accepted such depravity. But the church in Corinth were treating this as a matter of Christian freedom and freedom in the gospel. St. Paul tells them that, in no uncertain terms, this was not the case, that there were serious errors in their doctrine of life, in their doctrine and their life, if they think that this is acceptable. By accepting this and celebrating it, they have brought in leaven, something unclean during the Passover, into the lump of the congregation. And even a little leaven leavens the whole lump. By accepting and celebrating and boasting, they share in the guilt. He urges them to cleanse out the old leaven that they may be a new lump. Each is to cast out the old leaven of the old life in themselves and live as Christians, not as pagans. During our time of Lent, we have been preparing for this day of days, praying that by God's grace we may celebrate the festival in sincerity and truth. We have been preparing ourselves by spiritual exercises and disciplines, such as a renewed focus on prayer, fasting and almsgiving, reading and hearing the word of God in which the Spirit works and is active, intensifying our struggle with sin so that, recognizing how deep our corruption goes, we may, by the work of the Holy Spirit, trust more and more in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have gathered together as his people to pray, praise, and give thanks, and to receive the gifts of God which he so freely gives, also that we may cleanse out the old leaven as we approach Easter. And so, too, we recognize that on our own, our struggle against sin would be fruitless, our prayers unheard, our fasting nothing but hunger, our worship empty. For on our own, we would be nothing but old leaven. But I, like St. Paul in his epistle, am not talking to those who do not know Christ, but I am talking to you who know him, who have been redeemed by him, and who trust in him alone for their salvation. Indeed, our Lord Jesus Christ, who was dead, but now has been raised, lives again, and he also lives in us. 
He is active in us. By faith, we are united to him. In his urging to cleanse out the old leaven, St. Paul is clear that he is speaking to Christians, to those in Christ, those united to him, saying, Cleanse out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are already unleavened. He is saying, he is not saying, sorry, do this to make yourselves unleavened. No, he's saying to them, you really are unleavened. We too are unleavened because we are in Christ, and because he has made us so through faith in him. Because we are in Christ, because we are new creations in him, we can, during Lent, intensify our struggle against sin, and by his work, cast out the old leaven. For he has been sacrificed to deliver us as we celebrate now. As we gather, we're not surprised by the resurrection. No, we didn't go into Good Friday wondering if Jesus would rise again. No, we gather in joy, celebrating and remembering the resurrection and all that God gives us through this from Christ and his work. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival. At the first Passover, the lamb was sacrificed and its blood was placed on the doorframe to mark the houses as one which death would pass over. The Lord commanded Moses that the people of Israel would do so every year as a memorial for how the Lord had saved them, how he had redeemed them who were once slaves, but now they were free. Christ is our Passover lamb. We were once slaves to sin. But Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed on the altar of the cross. And now we remember how he has saved us by Christ's death, how God has redeemed us. We gather here, beloved, under the shade of Christ's blood. For his precious blood has redeemed us, a more costly price than gold or silver which perishes. And by faith in Christ we are washed in his blood. We, are, we in this household of faith, are gathered, and death passes over us. For Christ has died, and he rose again, never to die again. Death no more has dominion over him, nor to those who belong to him by faith. So too, just as Israel ate the Passover lamb, Christ, our Passover lamb, the lamb of God, gives to us his body and blood to eat and to drink, that with faith in him and in his words, those who eat and drink with repentance receive his holy body and blood for the forgiveness of their sins and thus life and salvation. A clear token of what Christ has done for us and of his love towards us even now. The devil tempts us to doubt what Christ has done, to doubt his words of forgiveness. But Christ gives us his own body and blood that we may not doubt, but be strengthened and confirmed in this faith. The brothers and sisters this is not just one day. Yes, indeed, today we especially celebrate with joy the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, who was delivered unto death for us. But the festival which St. Paul is speaking about here is not only Passover, not only Easter, but it is the whole of the Christian life. Just as every Sunday is a mini Easter, for we always preach the death and resurrection of Christ, so too every day in the Christian life is a day lived in the knowledge and reality of Christ's resurrection and our connection to it and him by faith. So let us not fall back into the old ways, the ways of our flesh, the ways of the world, now that Lent is over. Let us not introduce the old leaven, 
the leaven of malice and wickedness, which is not fit for the festival, but must be purged from us. As the apostle said in another letter, shall we sin more that grace may abound? By no means. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the leaven of sincerity and truth. He died once for all. In that death, he was a perfect sacrifice for sin. According to God's gracious will, through the means of the word and sacraments, we have been called by the Holy Spirit and granted the gift of faith, so that by faith in Christ we may be forgiven and justified, made right with God by Christ's sacrifice. He has redeemed us lost and condemned creatures, people who were on our own filled with only the leaven of sin, but now he has made us a new unleavened lump by faith in him and by union with him. So we are fit to celebrate the lifelong festival of the Christian life. For in the old covenant, the people of God were to have no leaven in their homes during the Passover. That included all products made with it as well as the leaven itself. These things could not be in their homes during the seven days of Passover without being cut off from their people and sent into exile. If this were the case with the Old Testament saints, how much more is it appropriate that we, dear people of God, cleanse out the old leaven, cleanse out the old which is within us, which is worldly and fleshly, which desires to be a part of the world and act in accordance with the world, which attempts to use the gospel as a cover for forgiveness and a cloak for sin. Let us rid ourselves of worldly and fleshly disposition, which was not in accord with our new life we have in Christ, that we may be a new lump, for we are unleavened by faith in him. Here again, we are unleavened in Christ. We are justified. We are right with God. So let us live in accordance with this. On our own, we could not. But we have been regenerated, filled with the Holy Spirit, united to Christ. We now have a new nature, created within us, renewed day by day by the Holy Spirit. This new nature has new and better powers to live, dear Christian. Since we live in Christ, let us live in accordance with that truth. For that is what it means to celebrate the festival with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. For our Christian life is the festival, the lifelong celebration and reality of Christ's resurrection and our participation in it by faith. Let us live with sincerity, that we may live purely, as Christians, not only one day of the year or one day of the week and pagans the rest of the time, but as Christians, those people whom God has redeemed by faith. Let us live in accordance with the truth, the truth that we are the forgiven people of God and likewise should forgive those who sin against us. We are being made holy by the Holy Spirit and should seek by his grace to always walk in God's ways. This can only be done and accomplished by God's working in us. And so let us always return to him in repentant faith and seek him where he may be found, in his word where he is promised, and in his sacraments just as he has promised, so that by faith we may receive the pure gift of God, the forgiveness of sins, won for us by Christ our Passover lamb, who has been sacrificed and set us free from sin. Yes, Christ is risen. Alleluia. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. <laughs>